love it with some passion. Rubber band and the money that keeps stacking. Got a honey who come with elite fashion. She too fine, I tell her that thing magic. You ain't a hustler, you broke, well that seems tragic. Got a catch in the field like deep passes. I tell a plug if it's sticky, then please bag it. I need the best cause I grew up with need madness. Uh, need a Matt Burgundy Mercy. Jewelry so heavy it might hurt me. Smoking extra kill, that extra seal. Whoa. Buffalo money need extra bills Till I'm eating so much I got a breakfast deal I put moms on vacay with Bob Marley State Racing all the homies in that Audi R8 place Got an out-of-state name Going hard till my tour just foreign What, man? It is Bills Football Week officially And I got my guy over here Hey, what we call you now? They, they say it's all bro po. All bro po. I knew what it was. I was gonna <laughs> hear you say it. You gotta embrace. You gotta embrace your nickname, bro. Because that the best nicknames you don't say yourself. They say it for you. So, dog, <laughs> that that nickname is that's a that's a worthy nickname, bro. That is a worthy nickname. So, how you doing, man? How you feeling? I'm good. I'm good. I uh, moved into the new digs. I need to get some stuff set up on the wall or something. But uh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you. you you think? Hey, yeah. you ain't got no furniture in there. Play I just work. got here. I just got here. I mean, I'm just, you know what I mean? Like, man, nuts. look at the dedication, man. You you just, you know, you just uh, get the new digs, right? And then you set up your stuff. You set up your pod stuff of first course, of, of everything. Of that's course. a that's set up is most important. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's some dedication. Although, I do got a bone to pick with you, though. What? I ain't got no invite for no uh, for no Madden, bro. Bro, we can get on the mountain. That's I ain't got no get, invite. We can get on the all that talking. That man's Bro. be doing all that talking. I haven't even bought I'll play I'll buy the game and I'll play you the first game I play it and I'll beat you 30 to 17. Easy peasy. You, you only giving me 17. I'm giving you 17. Dog, Easy. I don't know. You don't know who you're talking to, bro. I'm a, I do. I'm a, I'm a beast do. over here. Cat. No. Young Buck. I got it like that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, hey, just for the, the folks at home, this show is brought to you by the Jordan Poirier Foundation. Uh, the Jordan Poirier Foundation has linked up with the Chop Up this season. And so we want to uh, congratulate and thank Jordan and his foundation for all his work um, that they do. And uh, it's just really cool, man, to, to be a part of that. So, again, the merch is going to be dropping soon. The, the true 2023-2024 uh, merch is going to be dropping soon. So. Uh, keep your eyes out for that. It's gonna be some nice stuff. Some some uh, collabs with uh, Micah Hyde's already went out. So, okay. Yeah, some uh, running back running back merch with Micah Hyde's already went out. But yeah. So you what, you gonna give me some uh, some some screenshots so we can put them up there at some point? Or yeah. What, yeah. When when we when we make the drop, it'll be on here for sure. Yeah. Yes, so sir. Yes, sir. Yep, yep, yep. Exclusive, baby. Um. All right. So, man, like you know, the whole off season. Everything has kind of been pointing to this moment in time. Like, we ain't got no more off weeks. I mean, we have one bye week coming up at, at some point, right? But, like, there is a Buffalo Bills game during the week at some point every single week besides the bye, the, the bye week. Yeah. And that, that, to me, is exciting, bro. Like, for the first time today, um, you're starting to see game previews and – and people starting to talk about who's going to win between the Bills and the Jets. And the NFL schedule makers decided to put this game, the last one being played on Monday Night Football, the last one being played on Monday Night Football against the Bills and the Jets, man. Look, oh, here we go. Look, look. See, he got to be, be a fair, hater. To be, to be fair, like, all I hear was the music. You started talking, so the music was going, but it's all good. <laughs> I, I, it's all good. <laughs> you see, you see, see. That's that's when you know you got a true friend right there. He's like, to be fair, like this is exactly what happened, people. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, I'll, de- I'll definitely, uh, you know, we'll get there. You know, it's still we're still uh, preseason. You know, even though it's the regular season now, by next week it'll be on, bro. I have it together. Six days. It's gonna be a long six days. Well, man. I guess five, huh? five and a quarter. Yeah, if you want to, you know, count down like that, I mean, yeah, yeah. Five yeah, and a quarter. You, 
You setting yourself up for failure if you do it like that. Nah, I've, I've been not talking about the Jets. I've been white biding my time, not really wanting to have a conversation about the first game. You know what I mean? Because this week is going to be a lot of shit talking, a lot of talk. You know I mean, I'm excited for it. Yeah, man, it's it's been uh like everything's leading up to it. I'm I'm tired of t- hearing about the Jets. Like they they've been killing the media all off season. It's all been about the Jets and Aaron Rodgers and what his toenails look like and rightfully so. Know. That's my dog. Aaron Rodgers is elite. Oh, he, dog, he he's good. But I I can care less about his ponytail. Who he's dating? No. <laughs> like I don't care. I don't care one bit. You know, they be I'm talking about tired of the Jets. Who Josh Allen dating too. I'm sure people are tired of hearing about Josh Allen. Bro, you think I care about who Josh Allen dating? <laughs> Maybe not you, but fans out there, bro. Listen, <laughs> if it ain't if it ain't benefiting me in any kind of way like that, <laughs> I, <laughs> I ain't trying to hear. I don't care. Like, and I and I'm sure the players don't. I mean, I don't know. Like, just my speculation, but. They probably, they probably don't care. They definitely don't care as long as it's like positive. So like, what you don't want is him to have a negative relationship that negatively impact the the locker room. Which I'm from all from all I've heard, like Josh has been in great spirits, positive mood, probably better than as far as like attitude, better than he's been in years. Let me ask you a question then. Do you think uh, his relationship? Not, not that you know. I mean, whatever. You think his relationship impacted his play last year? That's an easy answer because if you had a relationship that was ruining your time at home, would that ruin your work efforts and your? It depends on what kind of person you are. No, no, no matter, you, no listen. matter who you are, you, even if you can put that aside and you can't go home and get peace, like that is that plays a part. In your efforts at work, I like, give you one name. Future, you think he cares? He doesn't have a relationship. <laughs> what do you mean? That, that has many relationships. That don't count. Exactly. He right. don't care. So if you gonna act up at home, no, that's different. He don't yeah. have relationships. I'm talking about if you have a relationship at home that's struggling, like that can absolutely play a part. Wives don't get enough credit for the peace that they create for their husbands, especially in this line of business. Man, you know, for whatever it is, man, I hope he's better this year. Like, I hope, you know, he's happy in a relationship. It's beneficial to him in any every kind of way where he could, you know, everybody has a job to do. Like you mentioned, like, you know, whatever's going on in your house, you know, it, it, it affects you. Like, it, it, had, it, it will rear its ugly head uh, in your work environment or within your friendship. So, yeah. All those guys, man. I wish all of them the best. Jordan, the same way, man. I, I wish Jordan the best and whatever he's got going on this season. That you know, I, I just don't want anything that resembles last season. It's like it was just a bad environment all around, and it wasn't all like they made the best of it, and and they did what they could with the environment that they had. But like yeah. all around, from player to person, personal experiences, like it was just not an environment conducive to winning a championship. And so um, the best that you could do in the off season is create an environment that's best for you. And I, a lot of the players have done that. Diggs got off his chest what he needed to. Now he's back focused. Like Josh got off his chest what he needed to, and he's back. Like that's <laughs> if, if you got people that are on the right, on the right track personally, like it's going to play a part in your, in your, uh, in your work experience. Yeah, man. Like, did you hear Josh Allen today signed a deal with Gatorade? I'm sure he's signing many deals. <laughs> yeah, my man signing. He signed. He, Josh Allen. I've oh, seen bro. Him, I've seen him on a bunch of commercials. <laughs> that boy's on everything now. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, because you know, I was a Bills fan like since 1989. Like, I was six years old, dog. And I'm, I'm I know you're like 12 now, but um, <laughs> you know, back in the day, back in my day when we had colored, you know black and white televisions dog dog being a bills fan in 89 dude it, it was just it's crazy bro it's crazy it's different it's a different light to like it's a new social media like like <laughs> haters Spence, Spence, you old as dirt too stop playing, stop playing <laughs> yeah. I, he'd be over here sound like somebody's uncle all the time yeah, don't all he? the time uncle, uncle <laughs> spence 
Hey, Wayne Bowen, uh, he says, I work a lot, but thanks. Uh, great to hear your show. Thanks, fellas. Peace, man. Have a shout great day at work, Wayne. Wayne. Yeah, shout out, bro. But you know what, man? It's good. What I was saying all that to say, like, it's really cool to, like, have a player that's nationally recognized. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and me, he's a good dude. Like, like, you don't get many, like, you don't get many good dudes that are just good character. Like, an environment plays a factor. Yeah. Um. So, like, the environment of the Bills, I'm sure, is playing a factor and like, people growing up, especially if they came in here early. But, like, he's made some mistakes in his past, but he's a good overall dude. Um, Pat Mahomes is another example of just a good dude. Like, good dude's the face of the leagues. Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's a good uh, – um, a good era that we're in as far as quarterbacks. No, I mean, every time I look at the Madden cover that I should be beating you in that you're scared to play. I'll, um, I'll get it right after this, and you're not going to be me. You know, I, right I see – all it. I see is Josh Allen, bro. So, <laughs> uh, you know, just, just get ready, okay? I'm just telling you right now. Just get ready for that beatdown. <laughs> Speaking of beatdowns, though, you know, who, you know who's about to take an L this week, dog? The damn Jets. The Jets are about to take an L. All right, and, I, and I'm going to say it with my whole chest. Like, you know, it, it's one of them things, like, I give respect to every team. Like, I'm going to respect every team, right? Like, because these are NFL players. You know, these are the top 2 3% of athletes in the world. Like, they, you have all my respect. But I cannot stand the slander that Jets fans have been saying. The Jets and the Dolphins, the Dolphins especially, bro, the stuff that they've been saying this offseason, dog, I can't, I can't, I can't live with it, man. I cannot live with it. So the Jets this week, bro. How are you feeling coming into this week, man? How are you feeling about the game? Like, what are your overarching thoughts? <laughs> um, first and foremost, Spence, you're not beating nobody in Madden. We know this. Second, boy, he ain't he ain't <laughs> got it on the sticks, bro. Second, you need to stop. Daryl, you gonna let him call you? I'm calling you old like that, nursing home. That's crazy. <laughs> but when it comes to the when it comes to the Jets, like, don't get me wrong. I I, I think that they're one of the top. I think the Dolphins, the Jets, and us that we're going to beat each other up this year in the AFC East, and it's going to be a good conference um, as far as football. And what the problem I have is like we we take the lower percentage of dumb. And don't get me wrong, Bills have these fans as too that just say things. Like, just say things to, like they're they're a Jets fan and they're going to say whatever it is to slander the team that they're playing against, whatever. And, like, we'll take those things and have those discussions here. But, like, it's just not smart. Most smart Dolphins fans know that this AFC East runs through the Bills and you don't have to beat the Bills to get it. Most smart Jets fans know that this, this conference runs through the Bills. And it wasn't like that. Back in the when Patriots were running through it, Bills fans, there was 50% of Bills fans every year that come in. Oh, we're going to take the AFCs. We're going to take like, right, there's, right. There's fans like that everywhere. And the honest truth is, until you knock us off, as far as being the AFC East champions, we are the champions of the conference. And so you got to run through us. So our confidence is not misplaced. It's just that there's fans all over the place that over overextend their, their, thoughts of confidence of their team and that's just how it is like the there's some Jets fans that I've heard talk about like DJ Reed we talked about this earlier we're going to bring that up he said that they were the new legion of boom and like bro you you guys have had one solid year playing huh. defense we're going to get that. to that we're going to get to that I don't want to hear that like no nah, man too. it's a great you know what we could talk about it now it's a great segue like I, I was going to say this though it's like we may know like okay the Bills have been, you know, the AFC's champions for the last three years. But for some reason, the national media and 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 the fans of those respective teams don't seem to have forgotten that. Like, one, let me tell you something, bro. So last week, one of them dudes from uh, the Dolphins, um, one of their content creators, this is what he said. He, he was like, I just put this video together of all Josh Allen's interceptions. And then he's like, it's a long video. I'm like, boy, if you don't take that corny, boy, y'all made one playoff appearance since 2016. Stop it. And lost to us. And lost. <laughs> you lost. You know what but, I'm saying? Look, 
that's the whole thing, though. Like when you reach the top of any conference, the hot take is to give someone else to have somebody else win it. Like the easy take is to say the Bills are going to win the conference again. The easy take. Um, that's not where you get impressions. That's not where you get people watching your stuff. You get people watching your stuff when you, when Floyd Mayweather is going up against somebody and you say the other guy's going to win. That's when you get your impressions. That's when you get right. your views. Like that's just how, that's how media is. And I've come to know that like you try to create the narrative as much as possible. And then if you win, you could say, you're right. If you lose, you could say, well, they were supposed to win. Like that's just how, that's just how this game works. And so right. um, we can say that the Super Bowl, all the injuries, Chris Jones not being there doesn't go through the Chiefs. We can say that. We can say all that. But at the end of the day, they're the Super Bowl champions and it goes through. Right. Them. You right. Know what I mean, like they earn that. We, yeah. And we and I can sit here and have a hot take saying, well, the Chiefs not going to win because Travis Kelsey's hurt now. And 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 all of those takes could be fair. But at the end of the day. It goes through them. Somebody's going to, have to beat them to be the come become the Super Bowl champions. This is how it is. Yeah. So you know, I'm just tired of hearing it. Now, now we get to like, and, and you know play? what? And you know what's crazy? Though? I mean, you know this because you 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 live. You know, your brother is a Buffalo Bill, but like all that stuff that happened in Cincinnati, or you know, in Buffalo when they played Cincinnati, like these dudes remember that, and they're gonna come out here and they had unheard all the stuff. Jets fans and media have been saying they they hear it. I know they like to say they block it all out, but that stuff trickles down to them, right? They use it as as a uh, you know bulletin board material. They hear all that, and you know them boys gonna come out on Monday night and show out because it's like we still got something to prove. Like it's one thing to be the Jets, right? Like you know get Aaron Rodgers. They feel good. They got Dalvin Cook. Like they they, they got all kind of names on the roster. I'm not saying they're not good. They are good, but they haven't proven anything. And I think that means something in the NFL. You actually have to prove something. They ain't done it yet. Well, they also have something to prove. That's the difference. Between, if you don't win the Super Bowl at the end of the year, you have something to prove. Like, that's just that's just how it is. Whether it's we have to prove that we can restructure, our, like, the Houston, we can restructure our organization and get us back going again. Or if it's the Bills, like, we've been supposed to have been in the Super Bowl at least for for three years now, and we haven't made it. So, like, we have something to prove there. The Jets, they brought in all these players. They became a great a great team on paper. They got something to prove if they can actually put it together. Like, every team has something to prove. Sure. Now it's just, like, going what out did- there and executing it to the best of the ability. And, like, you can use the bulletin board material all you want. But at the end of the day, you got to go out and execute. And then after you win, you can bring up all the – you can bring up all the bullets and board material that you have stored in your head and talk that shit. You can do it. Like all yeah. it comes down to is win the game. Don't matter if you win by three, don't matter if you win by two, one, 40. Like at the end of the day, you win the game, you get to talk your shit. Well, we about to talk some shit. We about to talk some shit. But before we even, before we even get into DJ Reed's comments, bro, because we about to dissect that. We got to do, we, 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 we got to do our sponsor, bro. Picasso's Pizza. So right after the break, we'll get into DJ Reed's comments. Hey, football fans, the season is here. So you know that means family, football, and food. But for the NFL's best fan base, it can't be just any food. Bill's Mafia only eats the best during the season. And the best is Picasso's Pizza. With four great locations in Western New York, it's so easy to treat yourself to the most flavorful pizza on game day. Picasso's. We are Buffalo Pizza. Shipping local and nationwide. Order online at picassospizza.net. Hey, I got a bag on Spence real quick. You, you notice mm. how, how he says food? Food. <laughs> 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 oh, I hope you still watch. I'm a... I'm going to text food. Shut up. <laughs> but Picasso's is legit, though. Hey, when I get out there, we, I'm a, we're going to get some Picasso's. We're going to get, get some sal- Picasso's pizza. I get the salad at Picasso's for sure. Because you're, oh, you're on a diet. Yeah, of course. Of course. Well, but I'm not. <laughs> I do want to remind people, like, if you're watching this, if you're listening, make sure you like and subscribe on the YouTube channel. Uh I know that Spence has been getting on me about not saying that. So make sure you like and subscribe on the YouTube channel. If you're on Facebook, uh, make sure you visit our other 
our other platforms that we're on and 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 uh, follow us and like and subscribe we're on twitch i, th- I believe as well yep, so, yep, yep. um apple spotify we're on all that so uh hit the like and subscribe for us and follow us it doesn't cost nothing just uh help us out appreciate it yeah yeah we we bought that so dj reed man yeah, first yeah. of all like the dude he comes out and he's and he's like they, they're gonna be better than legion boomer they're gonna have this legendary defense or better than the 85 bears or like just idiotic first of all like i mean first of all okay we're gonna talk about the legion of boom like that that secondary, Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor, Byron Maxwell, Richard Sherman, them dudes, them dudes was was nasty, filthy good. How's how did them comments hit you, man? Because like, what like the Bill like what, secondary like the Bills got one of the best secondaries in the league. I the only thing I have a problem with is like. I don't have a problem with you saying whatever you need to say for the confidence wise. Like I even said after two or three years of Trey, Micah and Jordan being together, like we're, they're probably the best group since Legion of Boom, if not better, they've had the stats to prove it, the wins they've locked down people. So I just, DJ Reed can have that confidence in his team. That's fair. The amount of fans that truly believe it and that call people dumb for not believing it in that statement is is the most idiotic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Like I sit here and say, DJ, like you've never made an all pro, you've never made a pro bowl. Um, you have Sauce Gardner who's made one pro bowl, all pro. He's a rookie, he's gonna be great. Don't and then you have safeties that I don't even I can't even say their name off the top of my head right now. And you're calling yourselves the Legion of Boom. And so like I, I don't understand. I, I don't understand how fans can just be so like, this is my team. We're the lead we're going to the next Legion of Boom. You're dumb for thinking otherwise. You don't know who DJ Reed is. You don't think he's established. Like he's he's had one great year and he's playing opposite of a really great corner. So they're a very solid cornerback duo. And you don't have safeties that have done anything. So, like, I don't understand where you get the – where fans get the audacity to claim that they're the best DBs since the Legion of Boom. I don't get that. And you've only done it one year. Like, I didn't even say that about our yeah. defensive backfield until they've done it for two, three years. Like, I don't get that. Yeah, I mean, this is a dude that last season he had one interception. 12 pass defense. And I'm not, you know, poo-pooing on the homeboy. But, like, you you a fifth-year pro out of Kansas State in 2018. Like, no one knew your name. Like, and then it's not even a, not even being funny. Like, nobody even knew who you were. So, like, where where is all this coming from? Like, I get, like you said, I get being confident. But, like, it's disrespectful to, like, teams, secondaries who, who, who are doing and done it. You know what I'm I mean, saying? At the end of the day, like, if you win, you can say, like, it's the Eli Apple – narrative right like if you win you can say what you want but if you lose if you give up 25 and three touchdowns through the air facts you're gonna get flamed so i mean you can and then don't cry when you're getting flamed i don't want to hear like if, if if we throw for three tubs and we win this game and you get flamed i don't want to hear well like you're mad about the no you put yourself out there for that <laughs> You you put yourself out there for that. If we do that, you're gonna get flamed. If you guys win, you can talk all the shit you want because that's how what winning does. You win the game, you can talk whatever you can say whatever you want. But like you lose and you give up tubs and you don't get a pick, you're a pass deflection or whatever, you're gonna get flamed and you just yeah. gotta live with that. You put yourself out there for that, that's what happens. Eli Apple syndrome. Yeah, so it's like okay, so you you have one good season, right? Okay, it's like let's just compare the two. Would you rather have Christian Benford or DJ Reed? Mm. And the fact that we have to think about it tells you everything we need to know. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not worried about DJ Reed. I'm not saying he's trash, but it's not like it's not like cornerback. He's a good cornerback. He's a good cornerback, but like I think somebody somebody said today to, to me that he was top five. Bro, give me a break. Top five in what? In in second cornerbacks? I take that. Like, I, like I'll, I'll take that. But like, bro, top five in the in cornerbacks. He said, and I'm like, bro, on tw- uh, on X on on X on X. Bro, I couldn't <laughs> believe what I saw. I'm top five in what? 
Dang. Like, bro. Top five. They have a solid cornerback duo. Like, I'm not trying to downplay their cornerback duo. They have a solid cornerback duo. Oh, like, no, they do. That, they do. St- that starts and ends with Sauce Gardner, period. Yeah. That, that starts and ends with Sauce Gardner. And if Sauce Gardner gets torched one of these games, they lose. That's period. If they, because if he gets torched, and they now the the solid quarterback that day is is DJ Reed, he's gonna get picked on all damn day. Wow. So <laughs> PFF has him rated as a seventy two and a half uh, overall grade. Okay? I don't give a damn what PFF says. No, no, no. But some, they they you know. I like to I like to to it helps it, what PFF does for me. It helps it helps affirm what I see on film or in terms of like, I use it a lot for like offensive line grades. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they give a, a good kind of idea of what the offensive line is playing. Like offensive line is a little bit different. They play a lot sure. of snaps. Like the, the problem I see with this, it doesn't take into account extra. Like it, it's just the play, what happened on the play, the result. Mm-hmm. So like, it doesn't take into account. Like if you're injured that game, if you're, if, if you're playing a certain position where, you're you're coming from too high, but you have to play your gap in the run game. So you you're like say you're a safety and you're coming from too high every play. And you but you have a run responsibility in the A gap. It doesn't take into account that you had to come from too high, play the A gap. Now you got to tackle for seven yards. They got seven yards in your gap. Like it doesn't it doesn't account for certain things like that. It it it's a good it's a good statistician like it's a good like starting point, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But I don't like, put I don't put it don't as everything, game, right? You, and you just if you, if you don't watch the game and you don't have an eye, and then you go to PFF stats and try to give me PFF stats, I'm not hearing you. Right, right, um, right. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like this is backed up by. I mean, you know, I I watch film and I get I geek out on that stuff, you know. So, um, yeah, sometimes it's 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 helpful to use these as like bench points, right, or, or to get you started in terms of like what to look for or how a player's performing. But this is a guy like he's got to worry about Gabe Davis. Like you, you just it's stupid. A healthy to just, Gabe Davis. Is yeah, it, it's cr- it's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid to to come out and say stuff like this. Like that, I get the confidence factor, but you're really gonna come out here and say this this week? Well, that's a, that's the thing. So like. It works if you if you play up to standard that you just set for yourself, then it's no harm, and you actually elevated your because you called your shot. So like right. that's where we're at as far as like social media and narratives. Like if you call your shot and it hits, then now you've been elevated as far as like well he told us this is going to happen, so like your name is getting a little bit elevated. If you call your shot and you miss, it drags you for a while because people are going to, Oh, well, you said you were going to do this. And like, this is what I mean by like, if you call your shot, you better not miss that much. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I told, I completely agree. So one of the things um, that I wanted us to take a look at tonight, I wanted to look at the, the jets uh, depth chart because um, you know, I like looking at depth charts just because it gives us a, like an overall view of what this team is going to look like. So those of you at home, um, you, you're not going to be able to see this, but I'll, I'll talk through it. So um, can you see my screen? Yeah, a little bit. Okay. All right. So we, we got um, – I want I want to focus on the defense side of the ball. You know what? Let's let's go on the offense side of the ball. Like, <laughs> we know Aaron Rodgers is that guy, right? So um, Brees Hall, as of right now, on a Tuesday, he's listed as questionable. This is on ESPN's <laughs> website. Um, Dalvin Cook is the second uh, running back. Wide receivers, they got Garrett Wilson, uh, Alan Lazard, who's also questionable, Randall Cobb, who who's old as Moses, um, and then me, uh, notable is Miko Hardman, uh, who's a SOT player. Um, not really worried about him, although he has speed. At tight end, they got Tyler Conklin and C.J. Uzoma. I do like C.J. Uzoma. Um, I like Jeremy Rucker two years ago at Ohio State. Um, he really didn't do anything last year, but C.J. Uzoma is a big tight end. He's like six foot six or six seven. Uh, I like any tight end with Aaron. I, I I think Conklin will have a solid year yeah. this year. I think I had taken him in one of my fantasy drafts just because like Aaron Aaron is a spread the ball out type of guy. Garrett's gonna get his numbers, but um and Randall Cobb's vet vet presence is probably nice in that in that locker room. So I, I have nothing against their receiving core or their quarterback nope. um or their tight end, but like their O line is let's talk about me. Um uh, 
like and I'm not saying that from like a we're better perspective because our line is still finding their way, but like that's the reason that Aaron Rodgers is gonna have to get the ball and get it out. So like um I just I don't see their O line being able to withstand for long for long periods of time. And I think our defense knows that. Yeah, I think they do too. Now Dwayne Brown, I mean he's an aging tackle. Like he he's an older guy. Um, Lakin Tomlinson really hasn't done anything since he, you know, uh, while he's been with the Jets. The other Connor McGovern at center, I do like Joe Tipman. He's a rookie, though. Um, I really have, haven't seen much of him uh, with the Jets. Elijah Vera Tucker, who's a really good right guard when he's playing, and Makai Becton showed some signs this summer uh, in preseason. So, um, am I seeing this correctly? If they only have one, or is Joe Tipman able to play center and guard? Joe Tipman can play center and guard. Okay. Yep, yep. He's a, he's a versatile guy. Um, and then God forbid if Makai Becton's hurt, Max Mitchell. Um, yeah, that's not going to work. So um, that, that, like you mentioned, that offensive line definitely needs some help, and I think that's the that's the like Achilles heel of this team, or could be potentially. That's the best part about Aaron, though, right? It's like he getting the ball out. Quick. He's getting it out, getting it out. But like if if defenses know that and they're able to like i think that's the the benefit of our defensive backfield disguises better than every other defensive backfield in football because of and this is not a, a bias high because of the way jordan and micah are able to disguise late into, right. into into plays aaron has struggled against them in the past because he likes to get the ball and get it out well if you're going to get the ball and get it out it has to be all pre-snap read Right, but everything that you, everything that, and Aaron's very good at it, but it's hard to pre-snap read something when you don't know what's, what they're coming with until the play starts. So, right. um, I do think that the the our our defensive backfield is is set up for this type of offense. Mm-hmm. Now, they're gonna Jets are gonna have a good time uh, playing against other teams, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like their their line is not going to be a big problem against other teams. Yeah, so you know, you look at um, you know, we talk about Aaron Rodgers. I, I think you know he he has one of the quickest release times of any quarterback in the league, right? And and he's gonna be forty during the season. The man's not trying to take hits, but I think that's where Sean McDermott has to come into play, just because like those simulated pressures. Uh, the Bills didn't have any stunts. They they were they didn't really blitz during the preseason at all. It was a very vanilla style of defense. Uh. Very below average statistically. They showed um, a couple. They showed a couple like offsetting D line dropping. I'm not the biggest fan of that against the the reason that I'm not the biggest fan of that against an Aaron Rodgers offense is because he's not trying to hold the ball. So any stunt that you run is going to take a little time to get there. And I just want to get there, get hands and face, and make him throw the ball to his pre snap read and hope that we disguise better like disguised well enough to where he's wrong. Like that's, that's how I view it. Like any, any stunt type of thing, like it takes too long to get there and he's going to be able to see where that's coming from. What you're saying is true, but let me give you another angle to it though, because the bills haven't done it in a while. They haven't done it. And the the Packers played the bills last, last year up, up in Buffalo and got beat. Um, So haven't Leslie Frazier really didn't disguise much pre-snap. Right? It's not Leslie. And when no. I say this, is what I'd be saying, like, it's not Leslie. It's the fact that, like, no matter what we call as a defense, Jordan and Micah will will line up in something else. They bear, they rarely ever. And, and sometimes they'll show deep into a into a play. They'll stay in cover four and drop into a cover three about two seconds into the play. Like, this is why when when people sit here and have a conversation about who was wrong on a play on defense? You don't know. Well, no, because you don't know the scheme. Because you don't know what they were what they were disguising for. That, right. Like, and disguises have hurt us in the run game sometimes because we'll be disguised until if we feel like it's a pass play, we'll be disguised too late, and now our safeties are asked to come up and play a gap sometimes, play b gap sometimes, and so when they come up, they're a little late, and that hurts us a little bit in the run game sometimes as far as defensive run game because we ask our safeties to do a lot and to disguise late, but it's not Leslie calling something to disguise. It's our DBs saying, okay, this is what we're running. Now we're going to line up in this and Jordan and Micah really don't have to talk that much. This is when they, they, when, this is when they have this conversation. Like if we call this, I know what Micah's thinking as far as if he's going to, we only have to say a couple words, like, 
they're the ones that choose what they're what they're going to disguise into the play. Like it, I, I don't think it's ever been less. Right. And so so to my point last season, when Michael was gone, they really couldn't do they that kind of they couldn't yeah. do that stuff yeah. with with DeMar Hamlin. Yeah. You know, and, and Poirier, God bless him. The man had like he did everything he could last season, but like it wasn't enough. Like yeah. he didn't get a, he didn't have enough help. So my point all that saying is as much as like, you know, Sean McDermott, Leslie Frazier, right? They had their their scheme and what they were trying to do defensively. It, it's almost as if it's new just because the Bills didn't do it last year and they weren't healthy enough to really for us to really see what that defense is going to look like. So as much as we talk about Aaron Rodgers, you know, getting rid of the ball so quickly, at least it's going to cause a half a second or less of extra time that he's going to have to process just because of what what they're going to try to do to, to confuse him a little bit. Yeah. Early on, you'll see him like in my opinion, taking his chances on what he reads. But, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't – I think that, like, as the game goes, he'll probably hang on a little longer. Um, I still don't like the stunt type of defensive line movement. I just think that, you know, go out there and win your one. I, I'm i a big proponent of, like, if a, if a guy is a guy that gets the ball and gets it out, a Tom Brady, a Aaron Rodgers, I've played D-line in college – Stunts are not going to work <laughs> because stunts take too long to it, develop. It, it, yeah, it, <laughs> you know what I mean. You got to just win your one. Whoever gets the one, you got to win it. And then if you get there in time, you get there in time. And then just cause mayhem with hands up. And you know what I mean. Like that's how I see it. And I'm not a defensive coordinator, but you old school that way. Though. Playing D line that way, yeah. So like, you if you're going to bring blitzes, then like they got to be on time. I want to see exotic fronts. I want to see st- – I, I want any – look, I, I want the offensive linemen to think. I want people to think. Now, you know, it depends on the the type of athletes that you have, uh, what those one-on-one matchups look like in terms of how that stunt's going to work and so forth. I, I want confusion. I want chaos, right? That Those are the kind of defenses that, that I love the most. Now, Jim Johnson was one of those guys, right? That's where Sean McDermott cut his teeth. I think it's – I think – all I'm saying is, I think, you know, it's one of those things, that, the fact that the Bills haven't done it in a while, in a long time, I think it's going to play their benefit on Monday night. There's also one more thing I wanted to bring up to you. It's on the other side of the ball. So, you know, when we talk about matchups. You like want to bring the depth chart back up? Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll bring it back up. Um, and, and I'll keep talking as we go through this. But one of the one of the things I wanted to, to show you guys, um, when we talk about matchups, the the Jets linebackers, I think they're really good in um, you know run fits and stopping the run. Like their linebackers are, they're, they're, they can chase, they can tackle, they're good. But when it comes to how are you going to handle Kincaid <clears throat> and Dawson Knox in twelve, that's where it's going to get interesting. That's where it's going to get really interesting. So uh, J- Jamie and Sirwood, C.J. Mosley, we know is a dog. Right. We we know that dude, he he's good against the run, but against the pass, he's not as good as he is, right? He's that's not his strong suit. Jimmy Jamie and Sherwood, the same thing. Um, and then Quincy Williams, I mean, like the if the Bills, if there's a if there's a, a way to exploit this Jets defense, it has to be through the linebackers. Like you have to line up and, and get look, put them in conflict. They know, and, and the Bills know that. I mean, I ain't saying nothing they don't already know, and I don't know their game plan. But if you don't look at those linebackers and go, if if we're if there's a way to 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 break this up to get them kind of playing honestly, we got to exploit those linebackers. What what are, your, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I'm, I think that they're gonna have to make a decision midway through the game, um, on whether or not they're gonna keep Mark, Michael Carter out to try to cover Kincaid as far as like a, um. If, if they're if if I like, say we come out in twelve, but we're spreading we're spreading them out in the first half with mm-hmm. their regular four three, they're gonna have to make a decision if they want to pull that Taron Johnson type of linebacker slot, which Michael Carter the second uh, third or second I, I don't know, um, is their guy that they'll bring in. To, Ashton to Davis is him. their guy, right? Okay. So like, yeah. so wait, Michael Carter's their slot corner, am I not? If I'm not mistaken, uh, Ashton Davis is kind of their third. They so they played some. Uh, three safety looks last season and where they used Ashton Davis as that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but even though, I mean, they, but you're, I, the, but you're, the, problem you're is, right. the problem is if we, if they do that, like 
that, that's the big problem with this 12 personnel is that if they do that, all right, we're going to tighten up. We're going to start out and spread. We're going to tighten up and we're going to run the ball. And we're going to see if CJ Mosley could come downhill. And, and to be fair to our running like offensive line, like we're going to have to scheme up to, to, you know what I mean? To, to avoid CJ Mosley's as mm-hmm. a linebacker and then just play one-on-ones with James Cook in this slot corner. So like, It'll be a good uh, test for our coaches. Um, It'll be about midway through the game. I I expect the first quarter to be as vanilla as possible for both of these teams because the first, if you if you have to make the first adjustment, that's already a tough battle. You don't want to have to make the first adjustment as a coaching staff. You want to come out vanilla, and if you're winning, you want them to make the adjustment and you to change off of it. That's that's like how. And on both sides of the ball, that's how you want to do it. So, like, I expect Aaron Rodgers to get it out, get some slants, some screens, some a lot of running game with Brees Hall and and Dalvin Cook, and then you see what kind of adjustments are made. If if the if our Bills defense can hold tough while our offense is figuring out the defense, it's gonna be a long day for them. Yeah, and that's a great point. So so Matt here says the Jets have been good at limiting Allen's mobility. And let me let me let me speak to that for a second. So, I mean, yeah, we know Josh Allen's one of the, the best mobile quarterbacks in the league, right? Top top two, top three. Um, if, if who who's comparing, whatever. But I think that's why they brought the weapons in that they did this year. So <laughs> Josh doesn't have to do all that. Like uh, Josh is going to be Josh, and he's going to scramble. He's going to make plays off script because that's what he does best. But the fact I think the implementation of a short passing attack is is going to be pivotal. Early right. on, Deontay Hardy, Kincaid. Yes. Um, yes. They're going to be – but, like, late in the game, Gabe, you, you can only do that for so long. Right. That's the problem. You can only do that. Gabe is going to have a big 80-yard catch. And I said this about three weeks ago, the first game. Gabe is going to have, like, a 60, 70-yard touchdown catch because you can only win on the outside so so long. Like, mm-hmm. I, unless you're holding the entire game and not getting called, which to, to be fair, like Sauce does that quite a bit. Like, unless you're doing that the entire game, you can only win on the outside for so long. And eventually, Gabe is going to be the DK floodgates really. will open. Yeah. yeah. And so, hey. like, Kincaid and, and Deontay Hardy is going to be pretty big early on in this game. Yes. And James Cook's running game. Yeah. So, you know, we talked about, you know, we, we kind of mentioned earlier about how the bills might come out and spread fronts, you know, that, you know, not saying empty, but like shotgun fronts with James Cook at the lone running back in the backfield. I think that's going to soften up, you know, it's going to make them commit. If they're going to try to stop the run, that's a light box for James Cook. Now keep in mind, he only had 89 carries. He averaged 5.7 yards a carry last season, but James Cook with an improved offensive line and light box, that's, that's going to, that's going to put conflict on that defense already. Early. I see us. I see them not having a light box. I see them playing their four three mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. with and us coming out in twelve personnel, but spreading it out. Right. So like, so like we could spread it out wide, but we're gonna have our two tight ends in, and then all it takes is is Josh. You know, check boom. We have a linebacker on Kincaid. We have a linebacker on on um, on Dawson Knox or a little guy on Dawson Knox. I'm going to hit a nice quick out boom. It, it's going to be Josh playing that game with the linebackers slash slot corners. Yes, sir. And then if they if they bring in their 4-2 and bring in an extra DB, we're going to run the ball. Yeah. So like it's it's going to be a it's going to be a tough game for both defense coordinators, but I I see uh, our veteranship getting the best of, so, of their offense. And here's a clue. Uh, against the Indianapolis Colts in the preseason, the Bills came out in 12. They came out in 12 for a reason. They're sending a message like it, it's it, everybody, well, I hope people know, like, the Bills are very committed to 12 personnel. They they ran the least amount of 12 last year of any offense in the league. They, I think, you know, if we're, if we're going to chart where that's going to be this year, I would say they're going to be in the, you know, top 10 to top 15 in terms of how much they use 12. I think it's going to be a very big part um, of, of, of their look and their, and their identity. I think yeah. the Bills lacked an identity on offense for a couple years outside of Josh Allen. Now, what I'm saying is, <clears throat> out of 12, if you, you know, the the quick screen game to Deontay Hardy, like we talked about, that Open is that going, a couple times that's going to prove to be huge. And if you want, uh, let's just, let's just play and live in a world where you take, let's say Diggs isn't on the field, right? And you have Trent Sherfield and Deontay Hardy and those guys, like, you're going to open up so much. Like, you're going to have to commit to stop something. And it's great that we're seeing the Jets week one. 
it's just phenomenal. I love everything. Just talking about this right now gets me just all kind of pumped up for, for what the Bills are going to unveil on these guys. To, Matt, to Matt's point about, and you said this earlier, about limiting Josh as far as, it's because C.J. Mosley is very athletic and he has a quick trigger. So, like, he's – a lot of the times he's been spying Josh yearly and he's, he's, a, he's not going to let Josh just kind of, like, roll out, stop, mm-hmm. miss him. Like, it doesn't happen very often. As good as Josh is at evading tackles, like – CJ Mosley is a great linebacker. So I I do see though Josh getting out of the pocket a lot and making CJ Mosley move these wild throws that he has across his body, like these long developing that's gonna happen throughout every game that we play. Long developing broken plays, like that's just the way Josh plays, like that happens. But early on, you can get some power, some running back powers, like or some quarterback power, excuse me, and and Josh can run the ball like. I think that him running the ball has to be part of his, in my opinion. You don't want him to run so much, but him running the ball has to be part of the game. Like right. you have to have that threat there because that's that's a big part of Josh's game. He, he now runs the ball. You have to bring some guys in the box. Boom! The open like to open up these deep balls that they begin and that the ones that Gabe and, and Diggs are going to get late in the game. Like you have to be able to run the ball consistently, and I think we'll be able to do that with Cooks and josh at the same time yeah <clears throat> that's one of the 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 best parts about having a quarterback like josh allen because you you can you can attack a defense in so many different ways and and now i feel like the offense is complete in terms of weaponry right the bills i mean they can go out next offseason they can go <clears throat> get another wide receiver or however they want to do it but for right now <clears throat> this season they're loaded with talent and i think you know one of the things that, you know, and we talk crap about him. I mean, we just because we're kidding, but and also we were hurt from the Bengals game. But, you know, Ken Dorsey coming in season two as a coordinator. I think I think that's one of those things where, you know, you talk you, crap about him. OK, <laughs> sure. Talk, yeah. the, I thought we were a team. I thought <laughs> you was my dog. You know I, said, I said I said he gets dog. one year, one year of wow. getting rhythm, and then he gets another year to throw me that. under you the guys. Bus. Well, you know what? I'm gonna stand ten toes down on it. Yeah, I said, (laughs) man, hey, I was, I was mad at him. I was, I was mad at Ken Dorsey. One year, one year. I don't care. Shoot, I don't care. (laughs) You over there? See, you be over there. Well, you know, you just want to be the good guy. I just say it, bro. But we get, we get good cop, bad cop. We could do that right now. I'll be bad cop. So, (laughs) back to Ken Dorsey. I was pissed off at him in the off season. Because I was still mad about the Bengals game. I was mad about the offense and their lows. Now, that wasn't all Ken Dorsey, right? I was also mad. We had a, a first and short, and we threw a deep ball four straight plays or three straight plays and then punted. So, like, yeah, he has some, like, he has, like, this gunslinger mentality because he used to play quarterback, and that's that's probably why Josh liked him so much. Like, uh-huh. Josh is a gunslinger, so – that's why Josh wanted him as the as the OC because he lets Josh let loose downfield, whereas Dable kind of reeled Josh back. Right, Dorsey has to reel Josh or reel the offense back yep. more so. Like that's part of that's part of being the OC. You can't just be a gunslinger OC when you have a gunslinger coach. Like you got to be able to reel him back. So um, I think that he's learned from that. Hopefully, I. I, I Think that he's feeling a little bit more responsibility on the offense now that McDermott's the defense coordinator, and so we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah, no, we're gonna see what happens, and and I hope that they can get Josh in more of a rhythm, giving him easy access throws. I think that's gonna be huge. Um, you know, you you'd want Josh's completion percentage. I mean, it's not the 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 tail end of the book, right? But I would love for it to be sixty eight percent. Uh, you know, somewhere around there, sixty nine percent would be great. I mean, that's that's kind of pushing it, but I just think you know the degree of difficulty that that Josh was throwing these balls last year. I don't think it's talked about enough in terms of outside Bills Mafia, Bills Media. Um, you know, Josh had a lot of big boy throws, and he was, and they were counting on him on that arm and those high variance throws a lot of the season, especially after the injury. Uh, like some some people in our chat mentioned that he really couldn't. He really couldn't throw the ball short. He, you know, he had to change his his mechanics when he was uh, throwing short. So it kind of took, you know, one aspect of his game away in terms of the passing game. I mean, so that's, that's Dorsey, right? So like, that that's like where he's had to learn. So like, right to be able to open up a lot of these routes that the, the concepts that they like, where they can use Josh's arm, mm-hmm. you have to be able to bring up the safety. So 
uh, Kincaid coming in is going to open up a lot just based off of him being there. He's going to be able to catch a lot of short stuff, maybe get a couple extra yards, Deontay Hardy, some screen routes. I don't think that they're going to have to rely so much on the deep ball. Right. But that deep ball is going to be a big piece because you have to utilize Josh Garn. So um, I don't I, I don't want to go away from the deep ball. I just want to minimize the, the need for it. Right. It can't be your knockout punch all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. You know, you should be able to rely on your short to intermediate passing game. You should be able to throw a screen pass and, and gain five yards. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like when yeah. it's third and seven, we don't need, you know, the heroics from Stefan Diggs all the time or Josh yeah. Allen scrambling. Like I need Dalton Kincaid, you know, Dawson Knox being the forgotten man in this offense. It's that's what uh, it that's a, feels that's like. That's a big part. Right. So like, right. With, like getting to third and three should be a win or third and right. two should be a win. Like you should be able to convert those. And so like Damian Harris is going to be a big part of these third and one, second and ones, like being able to get. And I, that's why I like the pickup of Damian Harris, whereas Cook. So like you don't have to run a quarterback power to get this short yardage because we had two five foot five running backs last year that if <laughs> they were asking them to run up the middle and they get hit, like they're going to fall. Right. So like, I, I and then you had to use Josh as the short. Now Damian Harris is going to get you two, like, yes. <laughs> like he's going to get you two. And so if we're in a third and one, third and two, and you don't have the quarterback sneak or second and one, second and two, there's that threat of a run. Like now you can hit a deep ball and you don't have to be worried about if you're going to get the first down on third. Like I, a lot of it opens up by being able to get these short yardage areas and to win in short yardage areas, and that we didn't have last year. Yeah, and I, and we didn't mention him, but Latavius Murray's going to be huge for that. He's He'll another be good as well. Yeah, he's yeah. another big guy, you know, oldest back in the league, but that dude can still play. Um, he's I, six, six, what, six, six, three, six, three. I think he's six, four. three, he six, four. forward and get a couple yards. Like. Dude, I mean, just think, just think about it. Josh Allen's six, four, six, five. Latavius Murray is a, a freaking physical specimen of a dude. Like these guys, man, if. You know, I think that was one thing. Like, I think the Bills kind of realized, like, okay, Sean McDermott, of all people, should know this, and Brandon Bean. Like, you saw what happened with Cam Newton. And and, and Bills fans don't think it could ever happen to us, but it can. And you trot Josh Allen out there getting hit all the time. Uh, it's going to shorten his career. So we need to have something that's going to supplement having to use Josh Allen to get us over the hump. I don't like that comparison. But it's true, though. It's true. Because, no, because – Cam Newton's career was shortened because his legs left and his arm was never that great. Why, and though? Why? Huh? Because he what got hit all the time. The no, boy. Because his arm was never that great. <laughs> his arm his arm was solid, but it, what made I'm not talking about the passer. Was, I'm not talking about him being Josh a Josh can get hurt as far as legs-wise and sit in the pocket and throw. His arm's that strong. His arm's going to be that strong. It is. Throw. But, so you like, know. That comparison. Your of, availability. My point of that is your availability <laughs> is hindered. Because he's at risk of getting injured if he continues at this pace. He's going to have to dial it back a little bit. He can't take hits like he does. I'm not a big, I'm not a big, I'm not a big Cam Newton and Josh Allen comparison. But Dude, you, okay. You might not like it. Because he's going to go real. from Cam Newton with an arm. And then if once he loses his legs, he's going to be Ben Roethlisberger. I'm not saying, so I'm like, not so saying, like, no, no, no. I'm not saying, I'm not comparing them in terms of full skill set. I'm just saying, if you run your quarterback into the ground that way, I think the more hits you take, Father Time, look, man, it's gonna come up. It's gonna bite you. You got it. Specimens nowadays. Father Time doesn't really eat at you. Oh, like here we go. So I, I don't know what kind of people well your people Father drink. Time with, look. People talking about Father Time with Jordan. He's about to have the best year he's ever had. Okay, so well, I'm, I'm not I mean, on knock on wood. Yeah, like we no, need. No, we, not knock on wood. He's okay. Have the best okay, for sure. Okay, here we go. It's real. Aaron Rodgers, 40. You see Triggs? It wasn't really the hits. Oh, God. That is a hit. A car accident is a hit. Yeah, that ain't the hits <laughs> on the football field, though. What do you mean? That's a hit. And guess what? It didn't help that the boy was better. on the field getting knocked and out. He, he sure got up and, and flexed that, and did and the that Superman car accident. thing. Like, you better relax. relax. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, well, did you hear – you know, Cam Newton was dropped as a small child. Like, but that car accident does have absolutely something to do with it. No, uh, but listen, man, we're gonna have to give our predictions, okay? Because this is the last time that you want to do all we, the games. 
No, 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 no. We're going to do the Bills and the Jets prediction before we go. Just that one? We got six, we got minutes, six minutes, and I got to, you know, we got a, we got another, uh, you know what? We'll Let's just, just go do the IPA read real quick. Hold up. You pull up the picks. I'll play this. Ah. Bills Mafia is back. Are you ready for it? The third annual Buffalo Rumblings IPA beer release party is going down September 16th, 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. at the Resurgence Brewing Company located downtown at 55 Chicago Street. I'm going to tell you what, you do not want to miss this event. Come out and hang with Joe, Sarah, and the rest of the Buffalo Rumblings crew for the Megapod. You're going to want to bring your questions and be a part of the live stream. Get involved. It's going to be live. And this year, we're also going to have our friends from Fans of Buffalo joining the party and sponsoring the fun. They're going to be in the house to provide you with all the information you need to make your away game day experience the easiest and the most smooth that you've ever had in your life. I can promise you, they they do their job very well. So make sure you make it out Saturday, September 16th, 6 p.m., Resurgence Brewing Company, 55 Chicago Street. Go Bills. All right, so... Resurgence, be there. I'll be there. You'll be yeah, there. Yeah, come, be come, hang out. Come talk. We're gonna be chopping it up. Yeah, I'm gonna be giving. Absolutely. I'm gonna be giving him all kinds of hell. So, uh, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have a screenshot of my score Madden after we get off this. Put that up there. Please, sure. ch- child, please. You got yeah, them, Freddie. I got the third highest predicted score. Don't talk I don't about care. Time. I don't I'm care. about to smoke child, please. this week. Child, <laughs> please. Anyways. Um, let's go through fast. We'll give the scores and then we'll just talk about the Bills game on the, on oh, the NFL scores. Oh. That's crazy. Insult I have the third highest predictive score. That's not even I, insult to injury. That's my guy. Thank you for the for the for the love right, on that. Lions Chiefs, who you got? Uh I'm I'm gonna go the Chiefs. I'm gonna go Lions and I'm gonna go I'm gonna go but 30, Lions are gonna cover the spread. 30 26 Lions. That's that's my take. Okay. Line. All right. Uh Bengals Browns. Bengals. I got the Bengals in that one too. Texans, Ravens. Ravens. Cover the spread. The, I'm gonna go with the Texans, and I'm I'm just gonna go the hype around this new draft pick, CJ Stroud. Have a good game. So I'm, his I'm first go game. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what kind of drugs you're doing, but you bold. Go ahead. Buccaneers, Vikings, Vikes. Right, Close like though. That. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Panthers, Falcons. Falcons, Bijan. Bijan. I'm yeah. gonna go with the Falcons. I'm gonna go with the Falcons as well. That's a bad game. I don't want to watch that. But <laughs> I ain't Card- Card- Cardinals, <laughs> Cardinals, Commanders, uh, Commanders. I'm not picking the Cardinals one time this year. Uh, I think Kyler end up coming back, but uh, I'll take he ain't coming back. Sure. He'll come back for sure. Uh, Jaguars, Colts, Jags. They're gonna win the AFC South. Um, I'm gonna say that the Colts win this game, like. 13 to 10. Dang, but that's boring. The, Jag- the Jags will win the AFC South. I just think they have a bad game. You just think game. they're going to come out flat. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, 49ers, Steelers. It's a big game. 49ers. I'm going to go with the Steelers. Of course you I, are. What do you mean? I, I don't even like the Steelers. I actually hate the Steelers, but <laughs> they, I, I like, I like what they've got going on over there. I think TJ Watt has a huge game. And, um, but I, I just, I just, I like what they got going on over there on that, on that squad. But of all the upsets that you're picking, one of them's gonna hit because it's the NFL and it's opening week. I've only picked three. That's a lot, dude. I've only picked three. two. Picked you got two rookie quarterbacks winning their opening game. That's tough. Yeah, but that's tough. The, but the Colts are gonna win because of defense, not not because the, of. So. Um, Titans, Saints, Saints. I like Derek uh, Carr. Yeah, I, I'll take the Saints. Raiders, Broncos. I'm gonna go with the Broncos. You're a, you're a Denver guy for sure. I mean, um, I live in Denver after Raiders. I'll go with the I'll go with the Broncos. Just thank I, you. I don't really know who the Raiders quarterback. They're is suffering. Right now, so. Okay, <laughs> they are a suffering franchise. <laughs> Eagles, Patriots. Oh, Eagles! All the way. I hate the Patriots. Eagles. I'll take the Eagles. Uh, I think it'll be close though. I think I think it'll. Be I hope not. Um, Rams, Seahawks. Seahawks. The Rams are a, a bowl of hot mess right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dolphins, Chargers. Oh, Chargers. I hate the char I hate the Dolphins. Chargers. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Dolphins 30 to 27 high Because you you live down there in offseason, whatever, dude. It has nothing to do with that. You, you don't want to <laughs> piss just, them off. I'm just not a big Herbert guy. I've never been a big Herbert Pac 12 quarterbacks up until now. Not not anymore, but up until now, just don't impress me. You don't want them to, to pollute your salmon that you're going to eat down there. <laughs> um, Packers, Bears. 
I'm gonna take the Bears on this one. I'm gonna take the Packers and they blow them the hell out. I just I don't not a, a, no I'm not a big Justin Fields. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Fields can go to hell. So. <laughs> Cowboys okay. Giants. Cowboys. I can't stand um, the Cowboys. I'll go Cowboys as well. I think that hype around that game is huge. So, uh, and then score for Bills and Jets. Uh, I'm gonna go Bills 34, Jets 24. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 31, 21. The score gets away from the Jets at the end of the game. So I think that's fair. 31, 21 will be mine. I think that's fair. Um. Yeah, so that'll be our picks for this week, and uh, we'll do the same thing next week. It'll be it'll be a nice little segment to have. Yeah, man. Well, this was great. This was a great show. Uh, I'm looking forward to to next week. I know you and I are going to be chatting it up uh, as things go along, but you're going to be at the game. I'll be at home, and then I'll join I'll you guys of next week. Yeah, yeah, next week I'm. I got to figure out if I'm going to stay up there and do the the show up there, or come back on Monday. Yeah, whatever you decide, let me know. Um, yeah. and if you're not here, I got you. So it's all good. That's what a team does, baby. But yeah, you have been listening to the chop up on the Buffalo Rumblings Vidcast feed. Just want to let you guys know that we appreciate you. And guess what? We are up out of here. Peace. Y'all need it up front. Can't tell me because I do what I want. Self made everything, you know we gon' stun. You know that we eat and it's looking like lunch. So I tell them that I need it up front. Can't tell me because I do what I want. Self made everything, you know we gon' stun. You know that we eat.